It is ridiculous, folks, isn't it, that Sam Presti and the Oklahoma City Thunder are resting SGA. Sleepy Joe, that's what I call him. Isaiah Joe is now starting. We do not like that. No, we don't, folks. Sleepy Joe cannot be the starter. SGA is an all-star. He should be in there. What are the Thunder hiding? What is Sam Presti not telling us? Is he hurt? I don't think so. He's healthy. I know it. Get him back into the lineup as soon as possible. My good friend SGA, I love him. Don't we love him, folks? He needs to come back as soon as possible so that I can win my fantasy basketball league, or it will be rigged. We will be robbed. The fix is in. Sleepy Joe cannot play the rest of the season. The Thunder cannot tank for Crown Vic. Can't let them do it. Don't get me started on Chet, my poor boy Chet. What did Sam do to him? That's a conspiracy we need to investigate. Get that weasel Merrick Garland to come out from his weasel hole and have him find out the truth. We need to get to the bottom of this cover-up. Why is SGA, my very good African-American friend, not playing in these games? The people need to know. This is an outrage. Sleepy Isaiah Joe cannot keep getting away with this. He put up 50 points as a starter in the last two games. Who let him do that? Were the refs in on it? Did pretty boy Sam Presti pay the other team? I don't know, folks, but we have to get to the bottom of this now. The American public cannot wait for Sleepy Joe to become the starter. SGA cannot live on the injured reserve for much longer. We will not tolerate it. He's a good friend of mine. I would hate to see him rested intentionally to tank for Crown Vic. Boy, isn't Victor tall? He's tall, isn't he? Too tall. The French, they make good bread. The French let him be so tall. How did that happen? Why aren't Americans taller? Where did our tall guys go, folks? This country used to be run by tall guys. I'm a tall guy. Maybe that's why I was elected. My height, I could have played NBA ball, but they wouldn't let me. That's right, they wouldn't let me, folks. Kept me out of the NBA. I could have owned the Buffalo Bills, but the East Coast liberal elites at the NFL offices wouldn't let me buy the team, so I sued. So I sued, that's right, and that was rigged too. Rigged court case. Never forget that, folks. Thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Make the NBA great again. Thank you. The hell I just listened to. Welcome to the show, everyone. This is Supermax with Jared and Jared a fantasy basketball podcast about salary cap leagues. And uh, yes, listeners, you have just listened to a special guest, a former president came on to address uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander being on my IR slots and presumably being shut down for the rest of it. We'll see. Um, It's going to be really sad to have to drop him because he's one of the genuinely best salary players in the league. Uh, What did you think of the, of the, of our special guest of the of the message from former president trump i didn't know how invested he was in oklahoma city but uh you know here we are well he's trying to win his fantasy league i I get that i get that but i mean he's he's very much just like you know sleepy joe sleepy joe's got 50 points in the last two games and like i i didn't i if if i did not have donald trump uh, talking about Isaiah Joe on my podcast on my 2023 bingo card. But here we are. He shouldn't be a starter. It should be SGA, a very good friend of mine. Isn't that right, folks? What is Sam Presti up to? Oh, my God. So funny. I I, I died laughing as I was making that. And I like I genuinely thought that you would be in like tears laughing. Um, I, apparently, you're just more appalled. I, I know it's funny. I'm just like, <laughs> it was almost too real. 
It was almost disturbing. That AI, that AI is is like I can change like how stable or clear and coherent it is. I could change it for Joe Biden. Maybe he'll appear on the podcast next week. Oh God! Um, for a for a dollar, I like I could put that together. A dollar I paid. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, now that we've gotten that out of the way, um, oh so this episode is uh is primarily going to be about how to win a championship um isn't that what every episode's about no sometimes it's about like waiver pickups and it's about just general topics going around the league um right now i i'm i'm in a a a, a basically a two man heat like like sort of just the the final two people on the top of the totem pole in our league and i, I don't think i'm going to win it but I want to exhaust every effort in order to try. You have a chance. I think I, I think your your biggest chance comes in. I'm double checking to make sure this is correct before I say it. Well, you guys are about equal in games played. I thought you had a few more games played than you. I have six more games played than uh, the person who is number one, who will go nameless. And I have been 800 points behind for honestly months. Like that 800 point lead has been pretty stable and it really doesn't matter what I do because ta-da I didn't draft Nick Claxton so therefore I lose it's been one of those seasons it's just like well I didn't take all these young guys who are just healthy year-round and because I had uh SGA banged up a little bit and Harvey God for a month it's like that's all it takes it's all it takes honestly well I think it's time to cut bait with SGA honestly Well, okay. Uh, here's here's an update from today. He's entered the NBA's COVID nineteen health and safety protocols. I read that. I had not I heard that, that yet. Yeah. There's, but the problem is that, that, as former President Donald Trump pointed out, um, they're they really, I mean, he thinks they're going to try to to tank for Crown Vic, who's quite tall. Am I right, folks? Um, the French, but they can't get a better lottery odds like the like the bottom four teams are locked in so like the thunder can win and lose every game it doesn't matter like they're not going to beat out the rockets or the hornets or the spurs or the pistons so like what is even the point of like holding him out i i I don't know i mean they're right there on the cusp like i we've talked about this in our uh in our group thread quite a few times if you look at the western standings uh, this was as of a couple of days ago. Let me see if it's still the same case. The difference between Phoenix, who sits in fourth, and Oklahoma City, who sits in 13th, is four games. So Oklahoma City is a game out of a play-in spot and three games out of a guaranteed playoff spot. I, I don't know. I don't know, I, and, honestly. I mean, San Antonio and Houston are uh, 14 and a half and 15 games respectively behind OKC. So like that's they're they're locked into two of those top four. Uh, it's top four have the best odds or top three. I, I think I it's like now. top three have the same and then fourth is pretty close. And then it's like fifth, sixth, seventh. It's all just like whatever. 
So right now it looks like it's going to be San Antonio, Houston, and Detroit. At Charlotte, LaMelo ball out. They could end up sliding. They could sneak in. But I think it's going to be a combination of three of those four teams. Yeah, that's – so, like, what upside is there for me to drop SGA when my opponent has more games to play, seemingly has an infinite amount of cap room to just add and drop guys like Anthony Davis at win pretty much the whole season, just like, I'll pick up a Durant, I'll pick up a LeBron. It's just like, it's impossible to like keep up because there's an 800 point barrier and I'm I'm now sort of like burning into my like extra games being played by doing a lot of ad drops. Uh, we'll get to some of the guys I'm adding and dropping. So maybe the listeners can can pick up on some of these players who are cheap, good, hot options, but it just seems insurmountable. Like, I don't know how many points, do you remember when you won last season? Like, do you remember like where you were, how many points you had to catch up? Like any of that? Crap? Oh, I know. I remember at one point I was at least down a thousand, but I also, I strategically didn't burn through games played early on. I waited till about the all-star break to start really streaming guys to like burn through those games played. And that's how I caught up because I think it was professor John was ahead of me. Yep. And he had been doing that strategy all year. And so he was close to being through his games played and I still had a lot left. So I got past him with about two weeks left, I think two or three weeks left. And I, and he had basically run out of games at that point. I still had a bunch left. So we're recording this on the last day of February, but when this goes up, it'll be March. So you, all we yes. have is March and then like a little bit of April. Yeah. There's, it, it seems like a lot of teams have like 20-ish games left, only six weeks. Mm-hmm. It's, it's have, just the fact. About, yeah, you have about 20 games each position too. That kind of works out for you. That, yeah, but he, it, my opponent has more and he's just got more cap flexibility. And it just seems like I just, I don't see it happening. And like, I've, I've sort of come to peace with that since the year started. Um. But it, but at least I, I have Walker Kessler. You have Anthony Edwards too, who um, I've won that, I've won that bet, right? That one's, that one's done. I honestly forgot we, we did bets, and now I have to I, look off the fact. I haven't forgotten bets. at all. Podcast board bets. Uh oh, the Carl Anthony. Oh yeah, Carl Anthony Towns is it got hurt, so I don't whatever. Hmm. Sure, you win that by default. Okay, great. Yep. Um. Ooh, Anthony Simons versus Josh Hart. How much is Anthony Simons? Uh, like salary wise. Yeah, salary wise. I think I think twenty two, and Josh Hart's fourteen. I may have been wrong on this one. Josh Hart has been on a tear for New York. Yeah. And Simons is like out, out for the rest of the year. Is he officially out for the rest of the year? I'm, oh, I'm like, I'm like close to like. I think, I think he's. Uh, according to ESPN, as of a few days ago, he is progressing in his recovery, but doesn't have a definite timetable for his return. There's not a lot of time left, and even if there is, it's like why? So I think they're he's... they're fighting to keep playing. Yeah, I got yeah, the hustle, the grinds. You know, can't can't run away from the grind. Um, I think there's a better shot of him being shut down for the rest of the year, like unofficially than SGA. But maybe mm-hmm. that's just because I have SGA and I want him to come back. Fair. When, when most improved or something. I don't know. 
Why did Harden have to miss a month? I'm so upset. Uh, all right, let's go back to more board bets. So, okay, that's, that's sort of one and one. Uh, you think Steven Adams will be a better value than Clint Capella? And I go. Uh, Capella is the better value mostly, I mean, literally only because Adams has missed so much time. If he plays at the rate he was the putting out the output, he was, uh, playing at when he was playing and healthy, I would have won this easily. But you didn't. So, uh, even when Carl Anthony Towns was healthy and playing, I so nailed James Harden being a great value at, at that price and, and being a fantasy-relevant guy, or as everyone kept counting him out. Not me. I knew. I told the listeners to draft James Harden. That's a win for me. <sighs> but it doesn't matter because I didn't draft Nick Claxton and Trey Jones, so I lose. You didn't even draft but- Anthony Edwards. Those those were the the magic uh lottery tickets that you needed to have sort of just taken, and if you didn't take them, then you're sol shit out of luck. Uh, yeah, it happens every year. It's like in football, it's like, oh, did you just randomly get Jalen Hurts like in the middle of? Oh, you win. There you go. You got the guy. All right, done. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, sorry, everyone who took Jonathan Taylor first overall. It's like irrelevant. Oh, God, that's me. Did you take? So same with me. Did you take Tony Pollard yeah. in the middle of the... Oh, you didn't? Uh, sorry. I actually did, and I cut him because he had like a bad week one or two or something. No, I traded him. I traded him. I was going to say. That's, I didn't cut him. Time. I traded him. I forget who I traded him for, but it can work out well. Eh. So, that like, it's so sad and pathetic that, like, I, I'm not currently paid by Sports Ethos or Hoopball, for that matter. I've never actually been paid, but it is so pathetic that like all of this money is being spent and all this time is being spent on fantasy analysis and projections and talks and podcasts and articles. And the mystery is folks, no one knows anything and it's all luck. You yeah. just toss darts out of board and that's that. Yeah. Yeah. It's 100%. stupid. It's stupid. Now I will say the winner strategy of taking Good young players who are really cheap. The fact that they're young guys meant they'll, they're going to play a lot. And the odds are won't get injured like a Fred Van Vliet or a James Harden. <laughs> like me. And then to just have a bunch of money at the end of the draft and just kind of blow it constantly. Like willy-nilly. That seems to be the route. So I think my strategy for next season is just going to be like, hoard my money, just take the youngest, cheapest options and even guys who will hopefully start like no one saw this Trey Jones starting for San Antonio because like they had Primo and I feel like they had another guy like there was like a weird like mix like a rotation in their backcourt and like just ultimately sort of just became like Trey Jones's job um mm-hmm. now he has been hurt for a while I want to say he's yeah he's been out for jeez a ton of games but Again, I didn't take Desmond Bain or Tyrese Halliburton. So, I lose. We lose. GG. Most improved player candidates. Honestly, that's what we need to do. When we get the Vegas list of, like, most improved, uh, you know, like, player, like, the odds. Odds, yeah. Just take all of them. Just I'm just going to rank them 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Just anyone who's, <laughs> who's on the ballot for most improved and you're on a rookie contract, like, I'm just going to take yeah. the first over. Just straight up. 
There's no reason not to. I mean, you know. I'm looking at my team right now, and I'm just like, I have the best fantasy player in, well, one of the best. Like, yeah, top it's, two, it's, three. it's Luka and Jokic, right? Like, those are the yeah. top two? Yeah. yeah. I can't remember who's actually number one right now. But I have Luka, thanks to you. And I have good players, and it's just like, this has just been a shit, shit season. Trey um, Young's been great. He's number two point guard. Yeah, even the guy who has Jokic, like, averaging, like, 50 in our league, you know, like, just a, a fantasy season that, like, I don't think I've ever quite seen in my life, and I don't even know where he is in, in the standings in our league, like, 7th, 8th, ninth. He's 8th. 8th? Like, yeah. just just because you have the best player, like it, like, it really does, like, seem to bear out. It's like, you gotta have a competitive team from top to bottom. And that uh, that's how you accrue the most points. It's like you just don't have any clunkers. Um, also, by the way, a big F you to Professor John for taking Russell Westbrook in the buyout market. Yeah. That line's for the Clippers? Yeah, he's been doing great. Screw you, Professor John. Screw he, you. He has 78 total fantasy points in two games. Get out of here. You know what, John? I hope you come in fourth and you don't get a medal and you don't get a prize at the end of the season in April. I never I never got my prize. Actually, you're right. I know. I know I'm right. Yeah. Because I think when I implemented that rule, I won and I bought myself a crown. And then... Someone else won, and we contributed to charity in their behalf. And I don't remember what happened when Professor John won before the COVID year, because I won the COVID year. Do I owe a bunch of people money in our league, and they're just too nice to say anything? <laughs> I'm not too nice. Hmm. I'm now well, like gonna look up our like archives just to like. We'll figure it out. This this podcast has become just about us, I, in a way. Yeah, I, I I guess so. So hold on. Now I have to go all the way back to 2019. John won. He came in first, and then 2020, I won, and John came in third. 2020, and the next year. A mystery person won, and John came in second. Wait, last year? No, no, no. And then last year, you won, and John came in second. And this year, it's looking like that mystery person is going to win again, but I'm going to come in second, and John will come in fourth, maybe? This is so inside baseball for the listeners that well, I'm going to move on. Um I'm going to name a bunch of guys who are cheap options who have caught my eye and I've been streaming recently. Uh, can you give me a big thumbs up or a big thumbs down? You ready? I am ready. How did this guy get Killian Hayes again? He got dumped and then he got re-added. How did we let that happen? Wait, who got Killian Hayes again? The person who took Killian Hayes the whole year. Oh, the yeah. Pistons oh, well. fan. Yeah, that, that checks out. 
Anywho, um, I added OG Ananobi for one game, and he put up the worst line of his season. <laughs> and I immediately dumps him. That's uh, happened so that's to me a-, a couple of couple of games this season where I picked up a guy, yeah. um, and oh, who was it? I think I like had an injury to Trey Young and Luke at the same time, so I picked up like CJ McCollum with the money that I had, and he had been going off, and then he had like eight points, four rebounds, and an assist. It was like the worst game of his season by far. I was like, screw you. Just our luck. Uh, Cam Thomas on Brooklyn. We thought he was dead. Yeah, he's not available, though, in our league. Sorry about it. I had him, and then I used him, and then I got rid of him, and... That's what happens when you churn through players. It's like you just can't keep them, um, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I picked him back up because I, I had him at one point, and then he wasn't playing well. Then uh, Professor John got him, and then I think you had him, and then now I have him again. And then I streamed Max Struess for a bit, and that was pretty great. So thumbs up to him. He's like a like a million dollars. That's another one that I picked up, and it was just he was awful. Yeah, because he, he got points. Hurt. Yeah, he got hurt, uh, and so Miami is going to start like Kevin Love and and filtering Gabe Vincent. So, um, Brandon Clark was a streamer for a bit. Uh-huh. Fine, whatever. That's that's a, that's a thumbs in the middle. Then I added Ao to Sunmu for the Bulls, who I cut the game before I took him. 19 and a half fantasy. You want to know how many fantasy points he gave me when I, he was on my team? Two. Oh, wow. I was low. I was going to go seven. 22 minutes, zero points, zero rebounds, one assist, two steals, zero blocks, one turnover. Immediately Damn. got rid of him. I yeah, picked no, up Jose Alvarado for dirt cheap. Also dropped Total him. waste. Total waste. He's been awful. He's he, like, for yep. me, um, I mean, as far as a fantasy perspective, he's. Like he was giving me like seven points, five points, six points, eight points. I was like, no, this is not worth it. You're a great contract, but you're not giving me any output. I added Jonas V for a game, and he gave me a clunker, total snaker. Oh, Got rid of him. Jonas. Uh, Caleb Martin, pretty good though. A little pricey. I have Shaden Sharp. I'm going to find out uh, how he's going to do, but here's the stat line for the last game against the Houston Rockets. You ready for this? I'm ready. Houston's bad. Houston They're let awful. Damian Lillard score 71. Yeah. Well, maybe that explains why. We all we all so heard bad. about it. Yeah, uh, that actually makes more sense now. So he played 13 minutes while Dane cooked. Four points, no rebounds, no assists, no steals, one block, three turnovers. One and a half fantasy points. We'll see. We'll Damn. see. Uh, I had Jalen Suggs. Fine. He's fine. He's on my watch list. I'll, maybe I'll add him again. Um, I'll see how Nazir Little does. Uh, he's been on a little bit of a hot streak. Uh, you drops to Deke Bay, which that makes sense looking at his numbers because, geez, yeah, what happened great. to him going to Atlanta? Woo! No, it, it's been awful since he went to Atlanta. I thought he'd uh, see an uptick, especially with uh, John Collins' inability to stay on the court for a regular time. But, uh, you know, I was no. wrong. It, is it? The case that if you just go to Atlanta, your your career just starts to fall off a cliff. Mine took off. If you're a professional basketball player, I should say. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I'm not a professional basketball. Like player. people's uh, careers go to die if you play for the Hawks. 
I, I would argue Capella has been better than he was with the Rockets here. Um. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. But I, for I don't everyone know, else, I, it just seems. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, Dejounte Murray's had a really good season. That's true. I have him in another league. I think. That, I think. That, I, I think you had him higher projected wise before the trade because he was going to go off with the Spurs and be the guy. He was my number um, one overall so, before that trade. Yeah. Right. So, so the production is a little lower than you would hope for, but I still think he was fantastic. He and then I dropped him to season. like the end of the first round. So still yeah. worthy of being selected, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Josh Okogi, I had on my watch list for a while and he's been tearing it up because he's somewhat cheap, but Kevin Durant's going to start for the Suns tomorrow. So maybe don't ride his coattails for too long. Um, Ty Jerome filling in for Steph Curry. Another interesting name. I he's looked at him. No, he's yeah. like $4 million. Yeah. So that's pretty he, good. He was more than I expected. Uh, Robert Williams III is on our uh, waiver wire. Marvin Bagley III. Uh, Tari Eason. Santi Aldama. Kobe White. Austin Reeves, Andrew Nebhard, Xavier Tillman, Sam Hauser, and Trenton Watford. All names of cheap dudes who I am thinking about sort of juggling as I strive to get second place and give myself no prize since I'm the one who awards the prizes in our league. Can I, can I ask you about a guy that was referenced by uh, the president who never should have been? Um, and I want to know why you haven't oh, gone Sleepy out and Joe? this guy. Yeah. Yeah, he was on my watch list, and then he fell off the watch list because before he started for SGA, the last two games, really pedestrian, like just like not worthy last, of any consideration. Last two games, 28.7 rebounds against Phoenix, yep. 24.3 assists uh, two nights ago against Sacramento, who they play again tonight. The, yeah, the, like literally the last two games, like I just didn't notice because I took him off the watch list. I was like, I'm not going to look at his numbers anymore. It just wasn't doing it for me. And then out of nowhere, seemingly he took that to heart that I took him off the watch list and then just played out of his mind. I really uh, want to pick him up. But I'm going to pull a Hezzy here and, and give you the chance to uh, to take him. No, I'm not doing it. All right. I have too much invested on, on uh, SGA sitting on my waiver wire. All right. Fair enough. That weasel, Robert Mueller, should investigate Sleepy Joe. Why is he starting? The Oklahoma City Thunder. Don't we love the Thunder, folks? We love the Believe Thunder. Believe me. Uh, so I'm out of things to talk about. Uh, I was I was considering, out of sheer boredom, starting the sort of like top list for next season early because it. It's just one of those things that you kind of want to chip away at over the course of the summer. Um, right. And then I was like, well, should I like review the list and like tell people like how I did on Hoopball's premium service or the sports ethos premium service, which is where you could find that uh, ranked salary cap league list, the rankings. And I was like, maybe I'll have to look at that first and write like a sort of like, here's how I did. And then who the hell is going to be the number one pick? in this type of league for next season. I have no idea. None whatsoever. I mean, 
you normally you look at the guys who are going into their fourth year um on their rookie contracts because they're still in pretty good uh territory there but that's like uh who's going to their fourth year next year as far as rookies that's not Cade Cunningham that's Cade was the year like hang on John Morant John Morant is getting paid 33 million dollars next season right oh so it's like the Anthony Edwards group that whole draft so Edwards Wiseman LaMelo Ball it's that draft class you have to pick somebody out there that's probably your best value is going to come from yeah, so Anthony Edwards is making ten million dollars, and next season he's making thirteen, and he's probably gonna want to Tyrese Halliburton. I would not be shocked if the top three picks next season are Halliburton, Lamelo, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, even though like they might not put up the most fantasy, but because they're not you know, any anywhere close to being 15 million, let alone 50 million, you know, like, yeah, I could see that. Hmm. Ha- okay. I drafted Paulo at the end of the second round. Yeah, you did. In a 12 person league or a 10 person league. What are we in? You a 10 person league. That's our draft. Cause I wanted, to- uh, do you think he becomes like a first round selection or is he still just kind of like that spot is more or less good i think right now that spot is good i think he's played very well um kind of got to see what happens i mean there's not a lot of like big name free agents there could be a lot of big contracts changing. oh no for the magic it's another draft pick no no no. i'm I'm thinking about uh guys and how their values are going to change on our list I think you're moving Paolo from the end of the second to closer to the mid early second. Um, but I'm not sure if he's a first rounder yet. Uh, so I'm going to click on, I'm on sports ethos right now and I'm going to go to bah, 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 bah. where is my stuff. They put it on the side rail before. Oh, salary league rankings right underneath the Brewski 150, which is why this website exists. That's 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 pretty cool. If you do that, so I'm looking at the list right before the season. John ja Morant number one. He's mm-hmm. gonna make a ton of money. He's moving down. Jokic yeah. was two. I'm sure he'll get a nominal increase. Uh, Luca three. He'll get a nominal increase. Oh, what do you know? Lamelo Ball. Tyrese Halliburton, Darius Garland, all cheapos. Mm-hmm. The last Garland is in his Garland is up for an extension, right? Am I wrong in saying that? Oh, possibly. That's hmm, that's a little off the cuff stuff that I'm not quite prepared to answer. But uh, Trey Young, Giannis Tatum, okay, a ton of money. They're great, love them. Uh, Dejounte Murray, Embiid, Sabonis. Boy, if if Murray and Sabonis are still somewhat cheap, those are great options. Yeah, especially in a situation where for DeJounte, if the, I mean, it's turmoil, whatever. The Hawks just hired Quinn Snyder. We'll see how that works out. But if they end up deciding to move on from Trey Young, DeJounte Murray becomes the de facto number one guy on this team. That's true. It's very true. Um, Kate Cunningham, he got hurt. Anthony Edwards is probably going to have to move up a little bit. 
And then there's like these like rookie sophomore dudes right in the middle where it's like Scotty Barnes, Evan Mobley, Tyrese Maxey, Josh Giddy, Zion. Mm-hmm. And then it's a bunch of contract year guys. So Tyler Hero, who ended up just getting paid straight up. Jordan yep. Poole also just got paid up. Um, uh, Van just Harden. Going back to Darius Garland, Van Fleet's going to get paid. He's probably the guy, I think, in as far as free agents is going to make the most this offseason. Um, as far as unrestricted free agents. That's not good for um, Ballard Cap Leaks, though. Yeah. Um, Darius Garland, new contract kicks in after this season. He makes $8.9 million this season. We'll make $33.5 million next season. Here's the problem with this contract year strategy I had. Is that the contract years, people don't play out the season to the best of their abilities anymore. It seems like they're doing that a year early because they're just getting the bag in the summer. Mm-hmm. Like, let me ask you a question. Do you think Tyler Harrow or Jordan Poole this year played their asses off for a new contract? Or no, were they just getting no. it already and then they just kind of just, okay, I got paid? No, because teams get teams get scared of the idea of going into a season and then having to pay more than, than they might have to after a third season, right? So you go into that fourth season and then – what if Tyler Hero is suddenly, you know, just like a megastar, you know, takes that next leap, that next level, and they have to pay him more than you would have paid him uh, after year three. The issue comes in then that some guys, because they now have that guaranteed, what, $190 million or whatever it is over five years, or well, I'm just throwing numbers out there that I've seen on contracts, uh, they may not be as incentivized to go out there and take it to the next level because they don't have to, you know? Yeah. They yeah, have, they, they're, they're, right. they're secure. They're secure yeah. financially. You know, and um, this is not, this is not a good comparison, but it, it turns into a Russell Westbrook situation, right? Where all of a sudden you're going to kicked around the league. And then four years from now, you can be bought out. You're all that money. You're going to get all of that money. So it's not like an NFL thing where the NFL, these guys have to go out there and perform because most of the money is not guaranteed unless you're Deshaun Watson, which is gross. But uh, for the most part, it's not guaranteed money. In the NBA, it is. Boy, looking at this this list, I mean, we could be here for another podcast looking at like what we got right and what we got wrong, which actually might be a great episode, but if if Jabari Smith Jr. is like in the most improved player consideration in Las Vegas, I, I have to take him number one. I have to take the most improved player because it seems like that's oh man. There's like a bunch of dudes. It's like if they improve, oh like Jalen Green, you had a bad second year. Yeah. Well, boy, if he puts in a lot of work and he's like, I got to earn that contract. This could be his like pre-contract year year. Pre-contract year. Okay. Yep. No, not fall. Like I can't do contract year guys anymore. I might actually have to remove that section from this ranking list because it, it, it like ultimately wasn't even that helpful. Um, I might have to do like the year before your contract is up. Like that might be like the like the actual thing that we should be targeting from now on. Third third year guys. So you're looking at like a Franz Wagner for next season. Kate Cunningham. Well, 
here's the thing. I mean, Cade's going to come back and do his best because he was robbed of a second year because of injury. Yeah. And I don't feel like he's going to play for a contract. But maybe a Franz, not Franz Bonner's level, but he's just like really good now. Like I, I need like the the case of the guy who it's like borderline. It's like, ah, oh, is he gonna get a big ex- max extension contract from you know like like the Jalen Greens of the world? Like that's that's the kind of like he better really kill it because he might not be getting you know like I think the Scotty Barnes. Oh God, yeah, dude, Scotty Barnes. Everyone thought he yeah. was going to be the second coming of Jesus Christ, and then this year was just like not that at all. What about Josh Giddy? Yeah, maybe he's going to be a third-year guy. Damn. I I mean, let's be fair though. Like, I'm looking at this list. Josh Giddy was already a second-round selection. Like, I'm going to move him up above, like right. Anthony Edwards and Joel Embiid and stuff. Like, no, he's probably going to be exactly where he is now. But boy, Desmond Bain, he's going to shoot up. Paulo shooting up. God, what a bust RJ Barrett turned out to be. Ugh. I don't know if Josh Hart's overtaking you in the lineup, my dude. Come on. Mm, Hitting shots and playing defense. Can you do either of those things? Apparently, the answer is no. You could have been John Moran. Uh, anything else before we wrap this up? Uh, just a little oh, note a, that, that I think you'll on. you'll you will appreciate is uh I'm in a on an NBA 2K franchise with a couple of guys. Oh, how's that going? Uh, it's going it's going all right. The Magic are uh twenty like we're only allowed to play a certain number of games. Otherwise, we're just going to dominate every fucking game. But uh. So we can only play 10 games for the entire season and the rest have to be like simulated. Um, but the Magic right now sit at 31 and 15, I think. So I'm doing pretty well there. But what I thought was funny and the whole reason I bring this up, uh, the computer teams are making trades and the Pacers and Knicks reached an agreement on a deal that sent Derrick Rose and a second round pick, or I think it was, to the Pacers for TJ McConnell. Uh, we have to end the show before he finds out about this because <laughs> this can't be. That's like dividing by zero. That just can't happen. I I, I went to text you and then I got sidetracked and I just thought That's about this now. Unbelievable! Wow. Yeah. The computer so, just didn't even know. It's like we booed him the best- off the court. The best landing spot for TJ McConnell is the place where that section completely destroyed him. We didn't really destroy him. He he was taking it in stride. My God. What if I go on Twitter and type in SGA? How many people will be angry that he's like going to be shadow Captain IR for the rest of the year? Let's find out real quick. SGA, 121 tweets in the last hour. Less than I thought. Oh, that that one just someone says SGA. I don't even know what it's response to. Well, I wonder what President Joe Biden thinks of SGA. Let's see if we can get him on for next time. You know, I'll, I'll work on that. I'll work on that. All right. Okay, cool. Uh, You know what I should do is I should go to Podfather Dan Bespris 
and I should uh, tweet at him and ask him. Um, or maybe he already has a a post about this. I haven't seen oh, that. yeah, look at him. Isaiah Joe. Oh, oh, Isaiah Joe. Oh, thanks a lot, Dan Bespris. Just rub it in, why don't you? He's on my team. I have Isaiah Joe. Oh, really? Because I added him during this podcast. All right, that's fine. I gave you the opportunity and you said no. I did. I Yeah, no. I, I, I'm doing my own thing. Don't worry about me. Oh, if you're in a salary cap league... One guy who uh, may it was who was a buyout guy, and I think kind of flew under the radar for a lot of people, who's played pretty well the first couple of games with this new team is Kevin Love. Yeah, you should have added Kevin Love a while ago. Um, Dennis Smith Jr. If he isn't on the waiver wire, he's going to start in place of Olamelo. He's going to crush it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Oh, well, you can find me on Twitter at, at Jared Russo. You can find him at, on Twitter at, at Jared Ross King. Uh, any final thoughts? Nope, that's it. That's all I got. I don't know why I yelled it. Sleepy Isaiah Joe. Investigate the thunder. Can we get Sleepy Joe to talk about Sleepy Isaiah Joe? China. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try to get President Biden um, for, for the next podcast. Sweet. Fantastic. And then maybe maybe Obama. Um, and then, you know what's funny is that some of the AI generators, it's like Walter White and his son. It's like at least like weird people. Like, I understand like Joe Rogan and Ben Shapiro, but like, why would you want to emulate like Walter White and his son's voice for stuff? That just seems very odd. Because people love that show. That's the only reason I could think of. No, but like the meme, it's like you get like political figures to talk about like nerd stuff, like geek stuff. But like out of nowhere, it was like, here are these two fictional characters. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, why would they yeah. be playing Minecraft? That's it's not a part of the bit, but all right, whatever. You never know. You never know. They might have it now when Albuquerque. Well, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen the show, Walter White dies at the end. I'm I'm now tweeting at Dan Besperus. Uh should us SGA owners drop him because Sam Presti is secretly making sure he doesn't play another game this season. What else should I put in the tweet? Investigate the conspiracy. Do it. All right. There. Tweet sent. All right. We'll get his response on next week's episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, And if you enjoyed the show this far, uh, you're out of your mind. You're a real fan. Who needs to go to a mental asylum? Probably. Tweet. Dan Bresbridge. Should us SGA owners drop him because Sam Presti is secretly making sure he doesn't play? Yes. All right. We're done.